Rugby in the world. Uh, welcome to another edition of the rendition of the Melbourne Ice podcast, brought to you as always by the wonderful folk at Minifer. Uh, it is it's uh, Lee Eustace here once again, and uh, alongside me uh, in the Batcave, as always, is Leishan Benzlechen. How are you? How are you going, Chad? everyone? I'm, got, I'm really well, actually. You're really well. Um, not reason? that well. Actually, I'm going to lie because oh, I was looking at Lying already? You're only about a minute <laughs> in and you're lying already. <laughs> well, sorry. Um, I was looking for some cordial and I can't find any. Oh, well, do you want to talk about what's in the show on fire time? Yeah, right. Do that. Yeah. All right, well, sorry for the interruption, guys. I'm back. Uh, Leo will go grab you some cordial and I'll start us off with, in the intro, we have, of course, the game we had on the weekend, which was... Melbourne Ice versus the Canberra Melbourne Ice versus the Canberra Knights. Um, the fundraiser, of course, and how it went. Uh, the WA trip that's coming up soon for Melbourne Ice. Uh, the Skate with the Ice, which is also coming up shortly, where you can skate and participate with the Melbourne Ice uh, players, and of course get up and close and personal. <laughs> um, and the IHB a thousand, oh, sorry, a hundred year, <laughs> a thousand, a hundred year dinner, of course, which is also on the cards. So there we have it. That's what's on the show rundown, and I'll stole your seat, Lee. That's, that's, that's okay. Let's fix it up. That's oh. trade the seats. All right. Um, it's a crazy. It's trade the seats. So you've gone through a big show. And of course, uh, all right. I'll give us the rundown. Uh, give us a score on the game, of course, Lee. Eight three. Eight three. Eight three. It was kind of kind of large. We were both there, as we always are. Mm, um, a nice, a nice win to see. Um, what do, what what do you find most impressive about us? I pour you some cordial. Well, uh, we'll start off with uh, our import scoring, which I thought was ridiculous. <laughs> that was probably my most. Uh, How many points did Watkins get? Five. Yep. Hey, points in the case get four. Well done. Yes, yeah, so I know my stuff. <laughs> you um, and of course, uh, Liam Webster chimed in. I just said, do you like a strong, all, like a strong all week? Ah, oh, strong all week. Okay. Thanks, mate. It's like we're making alcohol. Um, anyway, uh, I like some. <laughs> um, yes, of course. Uh, and Stewie Demon had a great game too, which only letting two goals. And we had Crowther to make, I think, his debut you've, season. You've been calling for for ages. I'll get some alcohol. You've been calling for ages. So I'm really impressed that uh, they gave Crowley a bit of a go, especially when the game was over in my mind. So it's good to give him some experience. Just, we'll just put it there just in case you want to go. But no, it's a great game. I thought, I thought, um, that's yours. I thought so. that um, the interesting thing was the first period domination, 17 odd shots, only the one goal, and then floodgates opened, four goals, three goals, beautiful, nice little win. Mm. Very impressive going to a tough road trip coming up in a couple of days. And we really do like playing Canberra because that is our fourth win against them now, out of four. There you go. So, no, very, very solid win. Eight goals to three. Um, was it? I think, well, the case got a hat-trick, so you got there's a few of the goals there. And um, uh, an honourable mention, of course, will go to uh, their player, I think his name was... Oh, Marco Reiter. He's, he, um, he's got a hat-trick as well, so that's not bad. Coming to Melbourne in a not a great side and scoring three, so I suppose one under him as well. But, yeah, no, nah, 45 shots, I think, to about 20. So, domination by Melbourne Ice. Clinical 8-3 win. So, mm, that was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. We'll briefly touch on um, how the fundraiser, that went pretty well. Uh, big night, fun night at the Elgin Inn Hotel. Uh, from what from all reports, uh, sort of since the night, the um, the night was more than a success. It was it was a great night by all on the night. But in terms of money raised, 
um, I think it was exceeded expectations. So it was a fantastic event. It was the fish and chips that got everyone over the line, Look, wasn't it? Like, it the X Factor. Fish and chips got people sort of a bit more generous. So, so. Another, 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 <laughs> another good night by the Melbourne Ice um, people. So that was pretty good. Um, well, I should mention, should mention the WA trip. That's coming up in more detail. Uh, what do we know about? That's just, just, just a reminder that people can still get involved, I guess. Mm-hmm. They um, can, um, of course, uh, book tickets and hopefully uh, be encouraged to go along with the, uh, the Melbourne Ice, which they've been invited to. Uh, that's on the 8th and 9th of August this year. Yes, that's a um, month and a bit. Yep, of course. Uh, so, look, make sure I want to get involved. How do I get involved? I would uh, read this announcement on the MelbourneIce.com website. What this announcement that you had to click on the link. <laughs> it's um, the same thing, isn't it? Oh, it probably will be, actually, to be honest. There you go. It's um, well, I don't really know, Lee, so you well, probably have to tell me. Okay, let's just pretend you want to go. Yep. Hi. Um, I'm really interested in going to the uh, WA trip. I'm no. going to bring my pom-poms and no worries. cheer on. Well, basically what the go is, uh, you get onto the email and you email uh, info at melbourneice.com and you sort of, sort of, you know, you might say, look, you know, hi, my name's Leishan. I'm a bit lo- uh, on that way, I'm a bit, a little bit lonely. Can I come watch Melbourne Ice play? You know, or, uh, you know, I love Andrew Taylor. Can I come watch him play in Perth? So basically, that's what you do. Yep. So you can get on the old, get on the email, get on the um, the hotmail, the um, the whatever. I don't know what, whatever account you use. Mm. Email away, and it'll that, that, that'll get the momentum going for you to be in Perth watching the Ice play. Team WA, so that's 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 later. But what's what's sooner? There's a, a if you if you can't wait to sort of be you know with the Melbourne Ice Boys, like if you can't wait till August and you can't really you don't, you don't want to go to and Perth, you're that much of a bigger fan that you want to meet these players now and, and like and like brush shoulders with them. Oh, I'm on ice. And <laughs> I can't think of anything better than that. Oh, no, of course the, um, not. There's, there's the Melbourne Ice skate coming up. That's on the 5th of July, which is Hopefully. probably, it's it's the weekend, it's the Sunday of the next home game weekend, I think, when we uh, host the Blue Tongues. It is too. Um, it's between 1 o'clock and 2 o'clock at Oakley, where you'll be able to uh, have a bit of a skate with the boys. On You know, they'll be skating down on the ice and you can have a bit of a skate with them. Great uh, opportunity to get to, you know, on the ice with the players. Um, and then, of course, you stick around Afterwards, uh, for the Melbourne Ice Gold Coast Blue Tongues game, so mm. that'll be exciting, I think. Yes, that'll be exciting. all around in that event. And oh, exactly, yes. a, lot, a lot of love on the on the sheet. I think it's fair to say there'll be a lot of love on the sheet. Now, just before you get into uh, now, actually, we'll do your secret segment, segment three, I think. So I'll just touch on one more thing before we go to the break. <laughs> um, we better plug, well, not better. We, we will because we feel like we we we, uh, we can. We're obliged to, I, I believe. No, 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 not obliged at all. I think it's just a nice sort of mention. Um, the centenary for the IHV Ice Hockey Victoria, the uh, the dinner is uh, coming up uh, later in the year in uh, in October on the tenth at Crankatero. It's a big do. It's a big kind of, you know, food, many courses. Of course. Wearing nice, you know, you, you, you look, you wouldn't wear jeans, you'd wear nice jeans. Maybe, you know, your nice shoes. Um, and a good jumper, maybe, because it might be a cold night, I don't know, October. Um, maybe a good pie shirt. No, I'm kidding, you wear a suit. It's a fancy dinner, but it's a good dinner. There's <laughs> a reason why it's fancy. Um, well, these, these 100 years don't come round every day. No, look, well, 
what is a basic map? So I can't remember what it is. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad you cleared that up. It's, it's, it's pretty rare. Yeah. Look, um, it's. I think people can still get involved if they want to go. It'd be a great dinner. I mean, you know, celebrate 100 years hockey in Victoria. So it'd be fantastic. So it's a get... long time from now, but uh, we will. Look, well, no, no, you got to prepare. You know, people that are busy and got, you know, you got to clear out that night off the schedule. So I think it's better to do it now than go, oh, you know, next Thursday is a dinner. So the 10th of October at Crown Casino, it's a gala dinner. Dinner, it's a gala dinner. Mm. What's a what's what's a gala dinner to bit of dinner? Do you know? It's fancy dress. No, it could be fancy Large dress. Fancy dress, as in like roll dressed. Hmm. Isn't that a I guess. When I think of girls, I think of ballroom dresses and stuff, but that's probably quite inappropriate. Well, hey, anyway, look, if, you've got a, if, if you're a lady and want to wear a ballroom dress, by all means, I think that'd be very well received. Um, anyway, if you want to know more details, check out uh, the Ice Hockey Victoria website, which is icehockeyvictoria.org.au, and, and just, you know, follow the links. I just wanted to say that. I was going to say that, to spot the links. Yep. <laughs> Boy, your yep. dream achieved. Anyway, what we'll do now, that's 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 sort of the news. That's the, that's the hot, you know, goss off, you know, off the wire. So what we'll do is we'll go to a break, um, come back, and we'll just, you know, fire chatter. To chat, chat to the coach after an 8 3 win uh, and before the next Sunday road trip. So I spoke to Jaffa about those things and more and uh, go to that audio now. Hey, how you doing, mate? Nice to speak to you once again. Uh, can I start with an observation? Um, last week, the, or two, two games ago, you were pleased with the boys having 44 shots. Can I suggest you were further impressed because on the weekend the boys had 45 shots? <laughs> That was ecstatic. Um, very pleased with the boys for 45 shots, um, and more importantly, the opposition only had 17. Which is just as important, true? Yes, very much. Yeah, no, very pleased. They're, uh, they're adhering to the plan, and it's reaping benefits, and um, further, further self-belief that what they're doing is correct, so it's, uh, it's a good thing. Exactly. Um, now, with, with the game, you break it down, the first period, plenty of shots, just the one goal, and then the goals came in the second and third period. What, did, you, did you notice something? Sort of change, or what was the what was the difference between that first period where there was no or just the one goal, and then the, the floodgates? Over. What, what what changed from your point of view? It's ironic, you know. A game of sport can really be um, deceiving. That first period for mine was the best period I've seen Melbourne Ice play in years. Mm. We dominated that period, um, even when we took penalties and Canberra Knights had power play. We still contained them. They they couldn't get it out of their own end. Uh, we play. I would suggest. 80% of that period in their end. Sure. We absolutely dominated. We couldn't put the puck in the net, but we dominated that period, and, uh, and we took some penalties in that period as well. Um, quite amazing. So what happened there is that the, the seed was so um, I was convinced coming in at the end of the first period that we would totally destroy them in the second. And, then, yeah. um, and, and it was proven to be correct, um, and that's just not me being a wonderful person. It's just, it was just a fact, and we all believed that because they were they weren't giving it. They didn't want it. We uh, we made them cough it up, and uh, we just thought that we could really bring it home in the second. So the first period softened them up, and the second delivered. But uh, but I, for, for sheer possession of 
the puck that first period we controlled and um, all power to our boys yeah, yeah the ice was completely tilted for most of the game but the start was I, I thought particularly impressive um, how important is it when you get later on I mean we shouldn't look too far ahead but Later on, towards the pointy end of the season, the business end, how important is it that you've got a, a top line there that can put 14 points, score 14 points between them in, in, in one game? I mean, that, that kind of offensive power must be very beneficial later in the year. Yes, it is hardening. Um, and what it does, uh, it's a springboard for um, uh, Glenn Mayer's line and for Jamie Burke's line. Uh, they have benchmarks and goals and some KPIs to go for. And, and that's where we're going to win. If we're going to be successful, as you say, at the pointy end of the season, that's where it's going to come. Because import lines will match up on import lines uh, when we get to near finals and in finals. It's, it's your Australian contingent players that bring home the bacon, in my mind. Um, and that's what will give us a point of difference. Um, that's what I'm trusting in will bring home a point of difference. The, 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 uh, what we call the secondary offence, the mayor, the mayor, you know, getting his one or two points again, that sort of thing, yeah? Exactly. Travis Alabaster and... Uh, yep. And, um, and can't be understated too with Greg Sturrock, he delivered some really strong checks on the weekend and uh, mid-ice checks, he's probably one of the best mid-ice checkers I've seen. I, I, I don't think anyone would have kept the stat, but for drawing penalties, he got quite a few himself, which is just as important as actually scoring the power play goals, really. Yeah, he sent a message. No, he, he, was, he was very, um, he was quite an agitator at times, uh, uh, Greg. Um, the Jones-Jones-Burkline, how would you rate that, uh, that line uh, on the weekend? Yes, going into the game, I had some um, high expectations because I just thought it could be some, uh, some uh, real magic there. It, yep. It delivered in part. It, uh, it didn't deliver in full. It didn't live up to full expectations, but it certainly um, went a long way towards it. Um, what... what side of the game uh, that came out on that line surprised me, which was good. So um, their checking in the neutral zone um, was superb, and they, allowed the, they laid the foundation for the next line going out, which would be the Matt Watkins line, Liam Webster line, and Nathan LaChase line. Uh, they laid the foundation for that line to, uh, to score, so yeah, they did their job. Yeah, I thought But I just thought there might have been a little bit more expected there, but notwithstanding, they, uh, they saw their role and they executed it very, very well. Yeah, and I thought they were unlucky about to score. There was a couple of, couple of moments where they came pretty close and had some really good shifts in the uh, night zone. So would you, would, you, would you stick with it this weekend or mix it up maybe? Um, yeah, there's a few things in the mix. Um, there's a couple of other players uh, coming back. Uh, so it'll come down to who trains the hardest tomorrow night, to be honest with you, in that line. Um, because I want to take three forward lines uh, away and I don't want the bench to be too crowded. Um, uh, so if I take three lines, that's what I'm looking at, no yep. more. So someone's got to miss out. So, um, yes, it's going to make a pretty pretty hot practice tomorrow night, that's for sure. Um, uh, Crowder getting some uh, some time at the end. Talk us about decision. Yes, I, I, um, I thought it was time. I, I looked at the clock and, and I saw the score and I thought, OK, it's uh, 13 minutes less than the end of the game. I thought at the 10-minute mark, we're going to put Andrew in and give him a taste. And I went down the bench and had a word to him and his, his eyes lit up like a saucer. Um, he wanted it. Yep. I thought, good, let's do it. And um, a message was given to Stu. She was quite comfortable with it. Um, and it was just great for the kid to get some ice time. He deserved it. Uh, being a backup goalie is a lonely job. And, and Andrew is learning the craft, and he knows that. He's a long way off as yet, but he is learning, and he's learning fast. And we've given him exposure on the bench in the home games. We've given him exposure on the, on the away trips. 
and um, he's a good kid, and uh, it was great. It also was a good team morale thing as well, because the boys were all, all were happy for him and very supportive for him as well. So it was just a great thing all around, and uh, I think he got, he got three cheers at the end of the game in the rooms for the boys. Oh, fantastic! Now, would you look to do that again throughout the season? Or what's what's the plan? How, what's the plan with with Andrew for the rest of the season? Um, well, when we go to Perth, he'll he'll certainly get a full game yep. in an exhibition. Uh, there's no doubt about that. I'll play Stu in one and Andrew in the other. Um, and as for the home and away games, well, we'll just look and see how, how it's going. If we're totally dominating, um, he may get another chance. But, yep. uh, he knows he knows that his role is purely development and learning, and, um, and the keeper's job's not the easiest. So, no, I wouldn't put too much stock into it, but uh, slowly develop. Yep, absolutely. Now, the the, the big one, I, uh, I sat out before the game. I actually got there uh, just before the start and got my seat and saw the boys come out and have a bit of a skate before the opening uh, face-off. And I saw the number 12 was kitted up. Now, I knew you said he was going to go on the bench, and I, 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 I forgot about that, but uh, he didn't. He, he sat on the bench, and you know, the ice as expected. What's, what's, you know, can you give me the next week's update on him? It's a fascinating sort of thing where you've got Tommy Powell, one of the a very talented players on the bench for the entire game, watching on, and you're just thinking, oh, don't tell he's going to play him. Obviously, it's not close enough, but where is he at? Is he registered yet? And can we even flirt with a timeline, or is, that, is it just too far away still? No, no, he, he actually got a shift. He, he, did, he did have one shift before the end of the second period. I, did, I, I must have missed that. <laughs> so I, I thought, stuff the game, I was going to watch Tommy. And that made me watch the game, and I thought, no, I'll just watch, I'll just watch Tommy. But I must have missed that. <laughs> I was purposely trying to watch him, and I missed his one shift. Yeah, that- yeah. Well, talk us through his one shift, please, coach. It was a fascinating shift, too. It was right at the end of the second. Um, oh. you know, the, the theory there was that if, if we got into another five-on-three situation power play, uh, we could use him, as he quite rightly points out, to put me in the back door, Jeff, at the net. I'll put it in for you. The boys will pass it. I'll put it in. Uh, but we're also looking at another role uh, for, for Tommy in a limited way, uh, given that he's still on a recovery. Yeah. Um, and that, that is to say, if we get tied into a shootout, who knows, we could maybe pop um, Tommy in and see where he takes us, because he can really, he can take any goalie going around. There's no doubt about that. I'm skating straight. So uh, let's just see where it lies. We certainly won't be using him for any away games at present. No. But uh, as, as stated last week, let's just be guided by the, the physio and the surgeon and just see where um, and where his knee uh, stands up to the domestic hockey and who knows before the end of the season he might be playing regular shifts and don't worry I'll be very excited when that happens as well we, we, so, so it's it's too early to sort of think of timelines talking you know there's no kind of date set out where he might be right that's it, still a bit sketchy or yeah it's still a bit sketchy okay um, I mean that's just very very briefly played hypothetical um, if you had Tommy fit and ready to go I mean, is a question about at all where you thought he might fit in on a particular line, or is there any kind of play you thought mm, that he might play well with Tommy? Can we play hypothetical just for one small moment? All right, if I was, uh, if I was uh, hypothetically, and um, I must admit they have to prove their worth, but uh, it certainly, it certainly makes me sit up and take notice of if I had a fit. Michael Beaton, Tommy Powell playing with Jamie Burke, I think uh, that could produce anything. Well, that's the that's interesting kind of, yeah, because Beaton's uh, in it as well at the moment still for a while, so... Yeah, but the pace that those uh, three would bring uh, would be phenomenal. And that's not taking it away from Andrew Taylor or Mitch Jones either. No. Uh, they're, they're really delivering as well. And, and it will be difficult for Tommy and Michael Beaton to force their way back in. Tommy does have the skill. He plays for Australia, so there's no denying that. But uh, right at the moment, uh, Mitch and 
uh, Andrew Taylor have the points on the board. But yeah, no, that's that's my thought. Um, yeah, just thought that'd be a very nice little surprise to bring well, out. Hopefully, we get to see that towards the end of the season, maybe. But just uh, just before we go to the last couple, um, Michael Beaton, where's he at? Yes. Uh, Ankle is progressing well with injury. He's been rather sick with um, not the swine flu, but a flu. Okay, normal flu. Yes, and uh, it's knocked him about for the last couple of weeks. And uh, I expect him at training tomorrow night. Yep. And his surgeon advised that he would be right towards the end of June to resume full training. So I'm hoping tomorrow night he comes out in full gear to uh, to start skating. So looking towards, say, two or three weeks to build up. Yep. Um, and then hopefully towards the end of uh, July. Oh, fantastic. So it's, it's all starting to come together. Um, Adelaide, what? It's a, it's, a, it's a massive weekend. We spoke about it last week. It's a massive weekend in terms of the season and uh, it's been, I mean, it might be a bit of a turning point uh, for, for the boys. What needs to be done different from the previous weeks? Uh, what, are the, what are the KPIs going into this week we need to really nail to, to make sure we get some sort of, su- some sort of uh, success from the, uh, from the weekend? Yes, it's... Um what we're looking at here is that what Adelaide's strength is, is their defence. They have import defence um, that are very offensive. And what we've got to do is not uh, not look at one four checker, but two. And we've got to contain their D-to-D pass and not allow them to make a stretch pass to the neutral zone. Yep. So it means to be, be checking in the defensive zone. And you know, we've, got to, we've got to pressure that carry at all times and restrict restrict his time and space Um, and that that must be a total thought on that in other words we harass them we give them no no, no space and no time and we must do it 100% of the time for the whole shift and that's for me that's the key we all create our own offensive opportunities but we must negate theirs And, and to that end I believe that we can do that by not allowing their defense to set up so basically, you, you believe that the the, the the crucial thing will be will be not so much how how we go in terms of a road to trying to score some goals, but trying to limit their chances. Yeah, exactly. I'm fully confident that uh, when we get our chance uh, on the offensive side, we will deliver. I've, I'm quite confident of that. But what I what I what I need to bring to the boys is that our, our opposition of the last two weeks, their defence of, of those teams has not not given their forwards much structure to work yep. with. And, yep. and I do believe that the Adelaide defence will. And the only way that we can um, eradicate that is by pressure. Yep. Yep. And can I can I ask whether you've got some sort of uh, some sort of goal for the weekend? Do you want you know at least one win or to draw in with them, or is, is that this case of We'll see how we go. We play our best, and hopefully, we get some sort of some sort of points out of it. All right, I feel that um, uh, being being totally honest, that the, the first game's the one. Yeah, I believe that we can nail that the first game. I really do, and because uh, I believe that when it comes to net minding, I believe Stu is far superior, and no disrespect to Olivia Martin, but uh, Stu is far superior, and I believe that with our scoring power, that uh, given it, boys given a chance with that puck, they'll put holes in him. Um, and I'm confident of that. Um, but uh, as I said, we need to contain their defence because their defence can carry the puck. And I want to negate that and um, put pressure in there 
Brilliant. Yeah, well, it's going to be an exciting, uh, exciting weekend. I mean, this is this is uh, going to be a massive sort of uh, indicator to where the ice are really at, whether sort of mid-table or they can really fight for the uh, for the uh, the business end. So I look forward to how the boys go in the weekend, especially the first game. As you said, it's a, it's it's an important one to go to get the. Uh, we're getting off to a good start, so I, I wish you all the best of luck, and hopefully uh, when I'll talk to you next week, we've had a, uh, a good weekend. Yes, Lee, it's, it's going to be one hell of a weekend for hockey, you're quite right in Adelaide, I'm looking forward to it as well, thank you very much. <laughs> that was Jeff, once again, fantastic, great listen, um, I think it's where I and you'd be very impressed with that result. Yes, and it's um, interesting to know that uh, a couple of injuries uh, to some important uh, or some likely types um, are, are coming around. So mm. you're very excited to see a, a beaten Burke power line later in the year. But, you know, that's not going too far ahead. We've got a big game this week or big couple of games this week against Adelaide. So I think a third and we're fourth. So big weekend coming up and uh, Jaffa point that out in that conversation. So that was Curtis Corner again. Thanks once again to Accrue. Uh, Accrue, of course, great sponsors of Curtis Corner. Accrue.com. Check it out. Charlie McCowns. Tip. They're, uh, they're great people. So uh, that was Curtis Corner. Wrapped up for once again another week. Now, before we move on to our segment three of our res- yes. uh, results of the AIHL, yes. can I raise the point of uh, Tom on now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, good. No, no, good. Yeah, um, I did notice that he did suit up for the game. Yep. On, um, yep. On Sunday. I just want to reiterate what Jaffa was talking about before. Of course. Yeah, yeah. basically, um, he's been registered. He was on the he was on the roster. He's been registered now. Um, he'll... I was speaking to Ian Webster, team manager, on uh, on Sunday. Basically, combined with what Jaffa said, Tommy will be on the bench for a few weeks. Ja- as, his, as Jeff has said, and I missed it. I think he missed it as well. Tommy did actually play one shift on Sunday. Did he? Oh, I missed well. it. I was on Tommy. Yeah. I, said, I said to Jeff, I was on Tommy Powell watch, and I missed it. Must have got some <laughs> chips or something. So he, basically, he'll 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 um, particularly in home games, maybe on five on threes, or uh, if the team is dominating, he can play a small little shift. But five on threes right now, and then progressively get him back to where he can play full contact, full shifts, whatever. So yeah. Tommy's not. As far as way as we've all thought, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a stab and say uh, maybe the North Stars game on the eleventh. Bold statement. I'm gonna reckon he's gonna be. We can line up Tommy for that, and then of course just to round it out, uh, Michael Beaton. I reckon a couple of weeks, maybe maybe the next home next uh, home game. Have a very full strength squad. So look, if you, if you, look, I think it'd be a um a very exciting time, and we've got a, a full roster to choose from, especially with someone like Tommy Powell, who's pretty decent. So yeah, he um he uh, he's uh, getting back slowly. And it's exciting, I think. So uh, look forward to seeing more number 12 action on the Melbourne Ice. Uh, I'll put the Melbourne Ice at Oakley in the coming weeks. I think it's pretty exciting. Thank on that exciting note, how about, on that exciting note, let's take a break, gather our thoughts, and uh, just start stretching the limbering up for a massive segment three coming up right after this. First of all, we want to touch 
inappropriately, the uh, uh, AIHL results oh, from the weekend. Oh, boo! Give the people what they want! <laughs> Secret segment! That's <laughs> sizzle. No, no, no. Everyone knows in show business you put the best bit at the end. Oh, it's so oh, coming, up to, coming up soon seg- is Leishan's Secret segment for this week, which... Dare I say it, we've had some rehearsals in the break. Boo! <laughs> yeah, there's more of that coming up. <laughs> Let's just say, as I keep going to say, a bit of a rusk. <laughs> a bit of a rusk. Um, got some league results. Oh, oh, right. oh don't, don't downplay league results. That's a very entertaining <laughs> league. Do you want to do the league results or do you want me to um, do them? Uh, well, I'll, we'll start off. you were there. I'll start us off on Saturday. Saturday wasn't there. I had some enthusiasm. Oh, well, alright. There we go. Gold Coast Blue Time just came out firing. Um, the Ignite 2 win over the Sydney Ice Dogs. So, 9. Yeah, 9. So, someone scored more goals than we did on the weekend. Yep, and it was a home ice advantage as well. Just a big smash of them. You know who I love the work of, and you gave me a call, and you said you love the work of um, the of the Gold Coast goaltending because quite look, if you look at the shot count. Sydney forty shots, Gold Coast thirty eight shots. Yet Gold Coast scored nine, and the Ice Dogs scored scored two. Mm. And the tandem worked beautifully. I remember you saying on the phone He's when you so called sharp, me. I'm scared to hug him. Oh. Well, it was, a, it was a duo. You had Paulson and go on, you say it. <laughs> um, Noville Lestedlak? Looks like Nosedive. So, Miller Nosedive uh, had yes. Maidane, um, but the win, I believe. But, yeah, it was a pretty, uh, pretty outstanding performance. Um, and it makes you think why they um, changed goalies, but maybe... Well, I'll see it worked. And obviously I was there, actually, so I should know. Um, yeah. I'm going to say he's injured. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who, who, who were the better performers on the day? I'd say Brad Smolder's just gone bang. Well, obviously, because you got the most points. But <laughs> uh, Well, he got four goals, three assists. Uh, uh, how's the gardener going? The gardener, number 44. Don Burke. How's he going? Is he going well? Because, you know, ACA gave him the flick. I'm actually his little Burke's backyard he's, corner. Um, one of the four players that did not register a point in the whole So, it's fair to say the gardener's doing pretty well. Yeah, and it takes us through pretty well. He's he's sort of passenger, but that's Brad okay. Brad Smalls, of course, is the leading um, point getter for the AOHL. So he, yes, he we'll, is. We'll, we'll check that later on. But, um, so he's so, actually um, gone forward. How, how was how was the crowd of the Gold Coast? Good. Uh, it was stupendous. Was it electric? Um, quite impressed with the crowd. <laughs> I'm quite impressed with any crowd you go AOHL. It's such a good atmosphere wherever you go. That's it. Be positive. Be right. positive. Now, how did you see other games on Saturday that you also attended miraculously? Well, Adelaide Adrenaline also continued their great form against the Knights, which, of course, the Knights were heading to Melbourne the next day. So yes. So it was a bit of a letdown for the Knights getting two losses on the weekend. That is. A 5-1 loss to the how, how did you see the game? Did, did, did you like it? I saw it as a good... Um, Showcase for the AIHL because, of course, the Adrenaline are probably the best team in the league, I believe. But uh, as they beat the Melbourne Ice at, in our own wink. But uh, saying that, um, they had 60 shots, Canberra. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you're about so how, okay, Canberra has 60 shots. Adelaide has what? By roll. I'm going to say that's a typo. That's ridiculous. Well, you were there. <laughs> you were there. How did you see it? Well, I was just so busy going to the canteen supporting the league that I must have missed out on the 60 shots because I'm shocked. Um, Canberra did actually come to play, and obviously they didn't because they lost 5-1. No, no, no. Adelaide put the shots on. It was Adelaide. You did miss it because I think uh, Ryan Lowe 
esteemed Knights colleague I worked over, didn't he? I believe that is typo. So yes, we will push on. Um, Adelaide, of course. Because you were there and you thought I was wrong. Because you, you know otherwise, because you were there. Yeah, so uh, bad score scorecard keepers. I just don't believe that that was uh, yep. so, accurate. So Adelaide put 60 shots past Canberra. Should have been more than five, shouldn't it? And I was, I was actually, considering we watched Canberra on the Sunday, I do believe that Adelaide did play that well. I, I don't but think Adelaide Canberra... didn't score 15 goals. 60 shots. You'd like to score a bit more than five, wouldn't you? No, I suppose the goalie, Olivier Martin, of course, as we call him. He's probably not of any French descent at all. He's probably yeah. called Olivier Martin. But yeah. um, he actually uh, played quite well for Adelaide. And, of course, Ryan Lowe um, is Why didn't he get any more goals than five? Because uh, he probably played quite well, actually. Ryan Lowe, of course, is, is an import from Canada, playing for Canberra Knights. And is he? It looked like yeah, he is, actually. Um, yeah, because he was there. Yeah, and he actually played quite well. So, yeah, I'm mean, really impressed with uh, Ryan Lowe's work. So, how come we, we put left shot play in the next day and we let in more goals? Because we're a better team? Well, yeah, that's... It's not, that's, not that's, outrageous. That's, that's the only conclusion I can get mm, from that. So. Good observation. You know, you know, <laughs> a lot of good luck, I well, guess. Well, there you go. Uh, was, that, was, that, was that all the uh, satellite games you went to, or was there any more? Not. There was one, one more. Of course, the North Stars, they played the Sydney Bears, oh, and the North Stars won 6-2. It's a procession. Yes, and that was in... Uh, Nothing exciting there? Uh, and any, any of my men doing any well? Any, well, you know, I've any, known. Any, uh, what? Who are my men from North Stars? Uh... There are Harvison's Harvison's a sort of Gold Coast. Two of my up North Stars buddies. Um, um, I'll click on box scores. I will find out. No, well, you were there. Hmm. Well, they do have four of the five top-leading uh, point-getters. Well, the, the, the point league. is, the point is that uh, the North Stars have sort of just run away with it, Blaine, aren't they? They're sort of, you know, going great guns. 6-2, they're, what, still on top by plenty, so... Mm. And the Bears are now struggling for points. Good on, you know, two on the year. good on them. Um, what, nothing much to report? Pretty much a basic game. Harvison no, didn't do anything, so... Not very, very rounded. But right uh, now, he got a couple of points, but that's about it, so... Hmm. And of course, we'll move on to Sunday as well. This isn't going very smoothly. Well, the other, the other, the other game, let's bring it home. Yes, um, and I did say the Gold Coast Blue Tongues did play back-to-back, and of course, they scored not another big scoring uh, affair in 8-4. Uh, they beat That's the ice dogs. pretty tasty. Yeah, it is pretty tasty, actually. Um, it's a lot tasty. A lot of their players are getting a lot of boosters in their points at the moment. Um, again, the ice dogs actually the blue tongues, yeah? Yes, so of course, I have to put it down to the Gold Coast um, goalie. He really is um, getting the wins on the board for him, especially in these high-scoring games. So uh, credit to him. Uh, hey, of course, him. of course uh, Luke Flabash. That's how you pronounce it. It's actually quite uh, tough to pronounce it. Anyway, he, um, he actually... How did, you, how, did, how did your man go again? The, uh, the Spalders? Spalders. Uh, six points again. So, so he's, he's probably leading now. I, I think. think he's leading by a good 10. Well, let's, 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 let's cut the suspense. Let's go to the latest, the, the, uh, late, the scoring leaders. It's how much Brad Spalders... Uh, he uh, would be ahead by plenty, and indeed he is. By 13, in fact. So he my, my man, Lafonnier. 20 goals, 23 assists in 11 games. That's just absurd. Mm, it is. <laughs> um, and no PIMs as well, so you can call him the Datsuk of the competition. I think, Matt, once again, I'm not sure those stats are correct, cause I'm pretty sure Matt Watkins has done more points than uh, 20. But even so, that's the seventh in the, uh, in the scoring race. So, uh, like good on him. Oh, as well. Technically, he's, uh, yeah, he's seventh. So, what well on to, uh, to Matty. 
and uh, to Nathan, and uh, of course Liam's up there as well somewhere, but you know, well done. But um, yeah, Brad Smolder's doing fantastically well, and without a penalty minute incurred as of yet, so yes, good right. on him. Uh, you got a you got a standing for me there, uh, uh, Spady? I believe I do. I believe we have Newcastle North. on top. Yep. With uh, 31 points, followed not really so close at Daylight. Then you got Gold Coast. Yep. And then the big one, Adelaide, uh, Melbourne, sort of what point it? Not much separating the two teams. Yep. 21 and 20. So Melbourne are sitting fourth at the moment, but Adelaide have two games in hand. And a small gap. Yes. And now. Dogs at nights and then the Boos. Yes. The Boos. So sort of it is actually bringing up the rack. Uh, yeah. in, in mid-table, um, which could be interesting in, with, with the finals. But, um, of course, I've, from all the contests I've seen with the Melbourne Knights this year, I would not say that we're out of any game we play, So especially in our own home ring. Yeah. So it would but, be but Adelaide, in Adelaide's a tough, tough trip. So it'd be of course it is, interesting yes. to see how they go this week. Now, before we get to your... Highly anticipated secret segment. Let's oh, just touch on yeah. the um, NHL for a bit. It's all sort of done, but we've got some things still going on. There's the awards that happened that happened a while ago. Yeah. Did we touched on last week, was that? Uh, we did. We touched on a little bit of them. Yeah. Um, uh, just a couple of the awards. Avechkin got yeah. here. That'll do it. Yep. I think that's pretty much the awards. Not set up pretty well. Yep. Uh, three Once Mike went to. No, that that takes a go. Talking about like colder and that sort of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Like, uh, Macy oh, got yeah. colder. Thomas Pizzino. That's a lady being like he does all the time. Adam Sulky. Steve Sullivan got the, the um, commitment to hockey. Which lady. No, lady no, VP. No, the, ma- the master. The master. Tenor. That's it. Yeah. Where he's, you know, all my back's screwed. No, I'll come back anyway. Yep. And, and then Claude Julien got the Jack Adams, and then the rest went to Mexican, pretty much. So. And uh, what else we have up in the NHL? We have the draft coming up shortly. That's a couple of days. Yeah. Um, and we also had some. Uh, um, Inductees to the Hall of Fame. Oh, uh, talk us through that. Yes, uh, today that was actually released. Um, it was actually a, a very easy selection by the panel there. Good group, was it? Good group. Uh, was it, was it a, a, an illustrious yep. group? Well, number 19, the captain, good old uh, Steve Yoseman. Yep. He, he was inducted. Uh, Worthy. Yep, Brett Hull, another Detroit Worthy. man. Uh, Brian Leach as well. Worthy. Blue line. Hard to argue with those, sorry. And the other one was uh, Luke Robitaille. Again, yeah. kind of got a couple of square records at particular places. So that's mm. pretty. That's a pretty good bunch. It that's is. a good bunch. That, that'd be a um. That's a, that's a pretty good Hall of Fame class of 09. I so. think it'll be a hard one to pick next year because there is a lot of players that are very controversial, like Eric Lindros, are now eligible. Uh, ah. Joe Newendike. Uh, yep. And also Pavel Bure. Pavel. What a great guy. The when's, when's Theo Fleury ready to go up? <laughs> nah, yeah, not, not, not just yet. So, okay, so that's the Hall of Fame. Uh, draft, that's happening today. Draft coming up in the next couple of days. That'll be exciting. Tavares finally gets a club. Probably New York, Islanders. Um, Headman gets drafted. And we might see a couple of big names moved as well. I'm hearing Danny Heatley's going to get moved on draft day. And possibly... Jay Bowmaster's rights will be traded as well. So, mm, exciting yeah. times in the NHL. All right, here we go. Now you've got, you've got um, your little segment there prepared. He's very. Ha- he's, he, he came to me today. So late. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I've gone. What are you pumped for? I've got. I've got a magnificent secret segment. It's. It's risky. It's got. It's got props. That's poor. It's got. <laughs> it's got sound effects. It's. It's a yeah, The preparation on this show is quite a, poor. It's a little. It's a little bit of Broadway. A little bit of West End coming to your podcast. 
you know, we've had, what, 45 minutes into the podcast and you're bringing out this kind of... You're being very modest, mate. You're being very modest. I am. Now, <laughs> I've got to, I have to prepare. Yeah, you are a part of my not skip, but... I have to prepare. My plan. I have, I have, to, I have to press buttons. Of so, I so am I purely just pressing buttons and you talking? Or do I, do I talk as well? We'll push through and find out. Well, look, we'll bring it. So, yeah. <laughs> can I just, before we start, apologise at the start? Sorry. Alright, <laughs> uh, go. Oh, look out. Uh, well, of course, I do have a, um, a so, niggling uh, problem I do have this weekend. Should I pressing buttons already? Go. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, introduce uh, me, Lee. Oh, I'm gonna... Oh, sorry. So, here is... Hang on. Here is Leeson's secret segment. <laughs> I love it out of booze. Go. <laughs> I can't handle the pressure, I've just been booed. Go. Um, I do have a niggling uh, problem in the, in this weekend coming up. Yeah. Uh, there is no Melbourne ice in Melbourne. So I thought, what am I going to do with myself? You know, I just, I'm really not sure what I'm going to do. I might watch some Senior B, maybe. Yeah, maybe that wasn't such a great idea. Um, <laughs> we are terrible out down at CUB, but uh, maybe you could possibly um, not neglect your kids. Uh, that'd be a good one. That's right. Um, <laughs> well, sorry for those kids who get left home every weekend uh, instead of you going to the hockey. Uh, because where are you instead? You're at the... Uh... Ah, that's right. <laughs> uh, maybe you could adopt a monkey, Lee? Monkey. Yeah, yeah. look at that. This is poor. <laughs> now, now this, this was a ratings grab at just using our great refined skills of sound effects, but it's kind of fallen through. So, um... <laughs> so, well, you know... Well, instead of, um, maybe not... You could maybe learn a new language, maybe, Lee. You could, uh... So, serious stuff now. Put the buttons away. So what could we do? Uh, the thing is, we haven't got any hockey this week in Melbourne. What do we do instead? You know, Learn a language. That's possible. Instead um, of just sitting at the rink and crying. Some life drawing. I think that would be fantastic. That's, you know, you know, art's always timeless and refreshing. I think I think there's nothing more refreshing than, than saying, you know, goodbye to your missus at the front door and going to someone to see someone else's missus and, and, and draw them. I think that's fantastic. Mm. I, mean, I, I think that really replenishes a relationship, particularly if it's a long marriage where it's getting a little bit draining. Yep. Not uh, saying that all marriages get draining, I'm just saying some do, you know, bite the dust occasionally. Yeah, you know, when that hockey doesn't fill that void, I don't get my dangle fix. You know, I'm... Dangle fix? Yep, I'm, I just don't know what to do with myself every week. I haven't, I haven't got a dangle button. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, I know when Matt Watkins... I've actually done this, you know, not yet, but when Matt Watkins actually skates through the opposition's uh, zone, he does make this sound. Oh, it's magical. This time. is poor. I reckon that's not going to say right on the thing, but anyway. Um, so when sneakers are getting scrapped. Uh, can, well, can, I, can I just suggest this set this segment's. Flatline? <laughs> yeah, alright, good. Um, well, we'll move on then. Right, we're very impressed. Can I just assure the sound effects won't come back ever again on this podcast as long as I live? It was as good as a boolie. Put it away. I gotta keep my promise. That was Leishan's fantastically entertaining <laughs> and uh, stupendously slick. It's gonna be horror, hockey orientated secret segment. Yeah. Well, it was. We gave people look. People are actually are scratching their head, going, you know, you know, gee, I'm here. I am. I've got my rubber ice jersey on, 
and I've you know I've got some loose change for hot chocolate, ready to go down there and have a bit of a look, and then I you know I clean no, it's a skating session. Where's my hockey fix? So yeah. they need things to do to fill that void in their weekend. That part of the weekend set aside, so we need to find ways to sort of get the old the old sellies out and fill those gaps. Now. Yeah. I think what we've, what we've done is provided two very good alternatives or solutions to the issue of no hockey, what to do, i.e. learn a language, see the kids maybe, you know, because you've got a family, go home and see them please, or bit of life drawing. I think we've done very well, and I think on that note, it's time to wrap that up. <laughs> my second segment is just that good, you know, I'm going to boycott it and make my own Can, can, I, can I suggest, as we go to the break, that next week's ticket segment will be more fine? Give the people what they want. And, and that's what they want, Lee. They want absolute trash. <laughs> no, they want a different thing. Anyway. anyway, on that note, we'll go over a break. Um, gather our, gather our breath, our breath, and uh, come back and uh, sign off. So well, so pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, the site was fantastic. I thought it was great. I think it, I think it's taken a lot of sink in, but one reflection, that was a fantastic little idea. Right, we'll move on, though, to our Adelaide doubleheader this week, but oh. you could have been doing on the more se- on, the more se- on the more serious matters, let's be honest, this is a very serious weekend. Uh, Jaffa's been looking forward to this weekend for a while. You know, even though there's other games to play beforehand, he's sort of been, you know, here on this one for a while. It'll so a big test for the guys, of course. Massive to, test. To um, go after... In fact, I've, been, I've actually been heard of being referred to as a litmus test. A litmus test. Oh. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I was like shocked when I heard that. I was like, litmus? What? A litmus <laughs> test? I've heard that no. in school. No, 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 no. It's being referred to as a litmus test this week. So it's going to be interesting... Um, it's going to be very entertaining. Uh, you'll be there. I won't be there because I don't go to interstate, but you do. You're always there, so you'll be you'll be watching. Um, you know, on the ice. Uh, you know, on the ice, on the glass. Um, can we get a win? I reckon if we can get uh, a win at all, it'll be quite impressive. Because Adelaide. There you go. That's what they call. We, we can get but, um, we can get something out of the weekend. That'll be a positive, would it not? Yeah. yeah any points will do here. Actually, in this um situation. So, yes, um, we are coming across probably. I don't know, the form team in the competition as well. They you called us the form team? Well. No, no, they are, I'd say. Sorry. Oh, well, I was going to say they are, yeah, because yeah. they're doing fairly nicely. Yeah. We've, we've won four in a row. Yeah, we are doing Which we haven't done for a, all year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if anyone's going to go over and, you know, have a go at Adelaide, it might be the ice. So it could yeah. be an interesting weekend. And the only thing I could pick out of that is our offence is actually quite similar. We have scored some very similar um, totals in the... In the games we played, but they have a quite exceptional defense. Cause that's that's true, and, and with, so so key will be the forecheck, mm. making sure we can forecheck and you know really get onto their day. If we get onto their day, the goals will come. And so. we have scored eight goals in the previous game, so we cannot complain about that. So no, no, we, <laughs> the, the the score chances will be there, but it's a case of trying to limit theirs a little bit. So mm. it'll be interesting to see what the results are. So I look forward to getting. The, uh, the news from Jaffa earlier next week will bring them to you on the Melbourne Ice podcast, which is done for another week, I think. Yes, it's been another great, great episode. Um, you guys, you could go to Adelaide. I might, uh, I, might th- I might take a canoeing on the week, I think. Yeah, week right off. There is a lot of options. I might there. take a canoeing, I think. I think, a, I think I heard there's, there's a wonderful lake at Werribee. Um, apparently it's part of the Sir Rich Farm that's been sort of 
portioned off a bit of canoeing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna dabble in that and um, kind of hoping I won't fall in because I'm yeah I'm not sure where the water quality down will be. But anyway, I'll be doing that on the weekend. I hope you enjoy your weekend. I hope the um. What? <laughs> I just didn't know where you were going with that for a while, anyway. <laughs> very, very legitimate. I'm going to go for some canoeing at Werribee. What's up with that? Well, why can't you canoe Werribee? Well, look, if you're going to fill your void with no hockey this weekend, I'd suggest anything is possible because I'm exactly. going to get over it. Yep. Exactly. So, well, I'll, 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 you, you, uh, you all enjoy your weekend. We'll Making come back. hot chocolate at home just isn't the same. Well, I'll be canoeing on hot chocolate, I guess. So. Mm. That's a <laughs> just, just, just a little poo joke there. Just a, on, on that poo joke, let's finish up there. Uh, we've been great again for Minifa. Fantastic supporters of ours. Uh, thanks to our crew again and all the great sponsors of MelbourneIce.com. Check out the labyrinth, MelbourneIce.com. Have a good weekend off. And if you've listened this far to the podcast, I... Congratulations to you. Fantastic um, to you. You great person. Um, we'll be back next week with a better show, probably. No doubt, and no more sound effects. So, uh, I hope you ask how to resolve the weekend, and we'll see you next week. Good luck, guys.